And I'm Sonia. And this is what we like. Yeah! <laughs> I live my life unapologetically. I do. It could be petty because I have a petty spirit. And my petty spirit is live and well. Hey, Sonia. Hey, Cindy. How are you? Good. How's it going with you? Going pretty good. No complaints. Just working. That's about it. Right. And complaining wouldn't help anyway. It It really doesn't. It really (laughs) does not. So I'm I'm just glad to be here. That's all. Just glad to be here. I know. And let me say, last week I told everybody about my store, DeVille 72, uh-huh. but I never said what's at the store. Oh. <laughs> I just said, hey, I did. Oh. So, uh, again, uh, DeVille 72, women's clothing and accessories. Yes. And, yeah. and like I said I, before, I left that part out. great quality. Let's say that. And the shipping is fairly quick. You know, it's it not is. Chinese time where you don't get it for like three weeks. It was fairly quick. It is. It's about, I would say, three to five days. Right. So, yeah. Good, good thing. So, yeah, I'm glad you said that. I didn't even think about it. You didn't tell what kind of well, I, story. I listened was. to the episode. I listened to last week's episode and I realized that. I was talking about it. We were both talking about it. And I was like, okay, we didn't say, or I didn't say what it was. So there you go. Okay, good. Women's fashion. Well, so I thought we could jump right into car chatter because as we were chatting before we start recording, I got a message that Walona died. Um, I think I saw that. I, I briefly saw it. Actually, on the way home, I was driving, so I just saw the headline. I did not get a chance to read it, so I don't know what happened. Yeah, I I haven't seen exactly what, you know, what caused her death, but she died at age 74. So, and she wow. actually still looks really good. Um, the last time I saw, like, pictures of her, she still looked really good. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not sure what, what caused her death, but I did see that she had passed away today. So, you know, condolences to her family and, and friends. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah. And then I just wanted to get your opinion on this. So, Lil Boosie, I think that's his name, Lil Boosie. <laughs> made a little video about Dwayne Wade, I guess, saying that um, his daughter wanted to get her genitals cut off or he was okay with her. I, I, I In full disclosure, I don't know what Dwayne Wade actually said. I, I just heard the video of, I just heard Lil Boosie's video, <coughs> excuse me, commenting on it. And so I don't know what Dwayne Wade actually said, but 
from Lil Boosie's video, he must have said something about he was okay with his daughter having her genitals cut off and <sighs> repaired or replaced or whatever. Having the, the mm. surgery. And Lil Boosie was like, you know, basically she was too young to make a decision like that. And Dwayne Wade should be, you know, telling her as such. And he should be, you know, like he should know better. And so, um, although I feel like everybody should parent your own kids and don't tell other people what to do. I didn't. It wasn't like I disagreed, though. Like, I think 12 is really young to be considering cutting off your, you know, your man package. Because right now at 12, all you're using your genitals for is <laughs> to pee. You know? Like, you, you're not using it for any sexual something. So right now, you too young to make, in my opinion... For yeah, my you child, know what? It would be you too young to make that kind of decision. I would be interested to hear what Dwayne Wade said first and foremost. Um, Boosie yeah. is not a uh, well. I'm not going to say anything about him, but um, right. I, I and and I I saw a clip of his video, Boosie. And okay. I did hear something that he was saying about don't let him cut, don't let her cut off her parts or something along those lines. I don't know that Dwayne Wade said that. Okay. And, and I don't know okay. that he didn't because I, I didn't see, I haven't seen or read anything where he said that. Now, I did okay. see that he did an interview and he said that uh, again, what he has said before that they fully support her, and oh, okay. I, I I saw today where he said that she told him that she and and, and I think we discussed it before, and, and I'm not I'm not really well versed on the terminology and the different meanings of transgender or the different different parts of it. I guess I should say, uh -huh. but he said that. She told him that she was a straight transgender. Um, okay. That she, all she's transgender, so she's going into a woman, but she likes men or she likes boys. Okay, that's kind of confusing okay. to me. That well, I heard him say that part that. She's a, a a straight transgender, and I wasn't really completely clear on what that was. But then he went a step further and said, uh, "She likes boys." Well, but she would like boys if she's turning into a girl, right? I mean, what else is she gonna? Well, <laughs> she's turning into a girl, but she still has boy parts. And and that's the confusing part. And then the other part of it, as far as having a surgery, having an operation, I don't even think that it would be legal for someone oh, that age yeah, right. to do that. Right. So I think it's, you know, they're saying that they support her. And I get all of that. But I don't think that anything like that 
can happen or will happen right right anytime soon yeah and and he said that they are getting educated on it because a lot they didn't know and uh yeah and and you know we talked about it last week and we both said that it was a sensitive topic and we can because they're open about it the family and they speak about it then we comment on it but and kind of we gave our opinion but we stopped short of saying what they should do or shouldn't do because right their child their family they parent how they parent and i think that people need to understand that and this bootsy person has a lot of kids and he needs to think about how he would feel if somebody judged the way he parent his kids in one way or another like some things you know if you want to comment you want to say your piece and and, and they open themselves up to that because they they discuss it publicly right but I, right. I, I think that it's just still keeping in mind that it's a child She's a child. Yeah, yeah, yes. Uh, I agree. I mean, I think everybody should be allowed to parent your kids the way you want to parent within reason. That's not hurting the child or whatever. Um, but I will say what I what I was thinking was a lot of times in these situations, people are able to be open and honest like they are about what's what's happening with their daughter and just, you know, putting it out to the world. But then when people disagree with it, then, you know, you get a lot of flack and, and people say, but just like they can put it out there, then you open yourself up to hear other people's opinions. You know, like... Right. If you, so I should be able to say I don't agree with it or... And I'm not saying I am. I'm just saying people should be able to say, well, I don't agree with that. Or I, I don't think you should do that. And you, you know, and it'd be okay. And you don't get like hate mail and stuff for it because it's your opinion. Like you're not telling them what to do, but it's your, your opinion. The the whole thing is just a stick, sticky situation. Like, you it almost is. don't want to and, talk about it, but you know, right? But you're you're <laughs> absolutely right. If 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 they decided to come out publicly and speak about it, then they've opened themselves up to comments. Those who right. support them and think they're doing a great thing, as well as those who are criticizing what they're doing and think it's harmful to to their child. And right. it's, I think it's the same thing with Snoop's comments towards Gail. I think there's a way to say things and there's a way to do things. And although I didn't see Bootsy's uh, clip in its entirety, uh, I saw pieces of it. And, you know, some of it sounded a little disrespectful. Yeah, and yeah, I agree. Uh, The way he said it was probably disrespectful, Um, especially we're talking about a child. But um, but I didn't totally disagree with the the you know how what he was saying how he was saying it yeah but what he was saying I didn't totally disagree with it like and 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 
You're probably right. He probably just was saying something off the cuff and there was it wasn't in response to anything. Maybe he was just speaking off the cuff. I just happened to see the video a few minutes ago and I was thinking, well, I don't disagree with what he's saying. I mean, mm -hmm. just how he's saying it, you know, because, of course, he's going to say it with a lot of cuss words and, you know, <laughs> inappropriate language. But yes. at the core, what he was saying that, you know, a child is, it seems like she would just be too young to make that kind of decision or a lot of decisions that go around with, to, in my opinion, the, the whole transition situation it just seems like she's kind of young for, for all of that. And, and, and I agree I with that because I, I, I think that, you know, in another two, three, five, even 10 years, she could want to be Zion again. And it's like, I, right. I, I understand allowing her to express herself. And if that's right. uh, maybe a little feminine, I, I thought changing the name and going all the way left at 12 was a lot. It seemed like a lot. Yeah. It's yeah. Just, it seemed like, a, I, you know, to be honest with you, I was thinking back like at 12, I don't even know that I was intelligent enough to, you know, know that this kind of stuff. And I know that was a whole different time. But shoot, I was thinking at 17 or 18, I still didn't know, you know, enough to make that kind of decision about my life permanently, you know, like changing right. my name and, and, you know, basically becoming another gender like you think about the decisions you make at that age. Like I made so many immature decisions that had I had that same experience five years later, I'd be like, oh, no, I wouldn't do it like that. You know, just because you should wait for something like that for some maturity. Now, if she wanted to, in my opinion, if she wanted to wear pink he, you know, he wanted to, or she would wanted to wear pink dresses and maybe do some stuff with her hair, whatever, and just express herself in a feminine way. Maybe let's ex explore that if that's where you got to go, you know, let's explore that. But the name change and, and really just taking on the whole persona. I don't know, because I, I would hate for you to look back on that and feel some kind of way about it. You know, just because you were younger and really didn't, you know, know how to handle that. So, I don't know. It's just, it's a touchy subject. It's yes. a real touchy, touchy subject. But anyway, well, we can move right into this week's topic, which I saw it on um, our little notes. I'm not really sure where we got this one from, but anyway, there is a question. And the question is, what are some reasons couples stop having sex? And then my, my next little question to that is, when they do, how does it affect the relationship? So, what you got? <laughs> I, I think some of the reasons it, there could be 
a shift in the relationship. Uh, the couple is not on the same page for it, it could be a number of reasons, uh, financial reasons, uh, something going on with the family, sickness. Uh, I think there are a number of reasons that they stop. And I, I think that it could be bad for the relationship, <laughs> especially if it was mm-hmm. a big part of the relationship beforehand. And I think that it's there should be a conversation because if not, it could lead to someone stepping outside. And also someone stepping outside is another reason some couples stop having sex. Right. True. True. I I agree. Okay. So with with those reasons, because I, I agree with that. Like um a shift in, in the relationship can change, especially like finances, um, children um work being stressful those kind of those kind of things can definitely um change the relationship but how do you i mean so how do you think by stop having sex how does it affect the relationship when when you, when that does happen I think that especially if, if sex was a big part of the relationship, because in some relationships it's not, but if it was and it stops, I think that that leads to a disconnect within the relationship. And one person or the other, whoever stopped, then the other person could be feeling less desirable or feeling like something is wrong with them. Or feeling like they did something wrong and not understanding why their mate doesn't want to be with them anymore. And it could cause problems within the relationship. Right. I agree. So, do you think sex could put the relationship back on track? Like, if you started having sex could that you know put it back on track or do you need other other things besides intimacy to get it back together because I was having this conversation with somebody and they said they felt like that's like a like a glue you know that if you can have communication and intimacy that you can kind of um, put it back together, you know, and get it back on the tracks. Yeah. I I don't think just the intimacy alone is going to do that. I I, I think that you need definitely the communication that comes with it. And it depends on the relationship and how important sex was to the relationship in the beginning. Right, right. Now, what exactly. what is, so what do you think about that? Well, you said some of the reasons, but do you think that that could cause the breakdown of the relationship? Well, yeah. <clears throat> you know, 
I think by the time you get to the point that you're not having sex, then the relationship has already broke down. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's already, I, I feel like that's like a, that's not the cause, but that's like a symptom of something, some other problem. So, I, you know, you, you not having sex, the relationship is already broke. Like you already sick by the time you're not having sex. Um, and I think so. There was an affects, issue before that that made that caused. Yeah, right. Because it's it's usually like you're not seeing that person in that light anymore for whatever reason. Like because we're having some kind of problems. Um, you are. I used to say because they make you feel undesirable but it's because you allow them to make you feel undesirable like not sexy or whatever um and a lot of times you don't feel that way when um you're super stressed or you know there's finances i i feel like money when you're married can cause a lot of issues in a relationship you know, the lack of, or sometimes having it, but just using it in a, in a, you know, messed up way. Like sometimes husbands who take care of their wives, but throw it up in their face all the time and make them feel bad about being taken care of or whatever, you know, he does it, but then he talks about it all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, that kind of thing. So yeah, I think I I think you already have a problem. By the time you're not having sex, and especially when you start ticking some time off, like you go a week or two, sometimes that happens. We we work in and we usually, you know, get it in on the weekends, but this weekend I had some stuff with the girls, I was out of town or I'm just tired. Okay. But you start ticking off months and then year. And then years (laughs) with an S. That's a problem. You know, that's a problem. You know, because can you get that back together? You know, I think the longer it goes, the harder it is to get that back together. And I think also we've talked about it in, in the past where I think we did, or it, it may have been offline, but when some people use it as a weapon, because if there are problems right. in the relationship, be it finances or uh, stress, work situations, uh, drama in the family, and then you stop, well, sometimes you have to make yourself be available to each other because mm-hmm. you still you still need that. Even if it's not, okay, I had another one. Um, Someone sent me this meme and it said, and as a matter of fact, I think someone sent it to me today and it said, do women get tired of having the same dick, even if it's good? (laughs) And I know this, this 
kind of strays off a little bit, but then it, it, it almost brought me back to this topic because the person that sent it said they want uh, fireworks every time. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, I don't think you get fireworks every time. Because sometimes right. you, you're you just satisfying a need. It's almost like you're scratching an itch. Sometimes you're doing it because right. you need that release. Your partner needs that release. And you're just taking care of each other. Right. And then sometimes it's it's, like you said, fireworks, guns and roses, or, you know, straight entertainment. But mm-hmm. I thought thinking that fireworks every time, it's a bit unrealistic. Well, yeah, but you know what? I think, I think it, no, no, I don't think you get fireworks every time. I think it, like you said, there's, there's different, like sometimes you're doing it just because your mate is interested and maybe you're not tonight, but Okay, let's let's do that. Or, you know, you're not feeling it right then. But for whatever reason, I don't think you get fireworks every time. But I do think that it can be, it can be special between the, the two of you every time, if that makes sense. Like, it can be your thing, whatever. I agree you with two that. Got, you know, I think you know it's... it can be. I think it's satisfying. For you too, you know. Right. I think that it's, it's satisfying. It, it, yeah. Every time. Right. Okay. Um, right. Right. That's, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, but when I saw the fireworks, and I'm like, I, I I don't know about that. And I think that, and I and I said my response to that is, I think if you expect fireworks every time, and then life kicks in and reality kicks in and you don't get those fireworks every time you might think there's a problem where there isn't and I think that could cause issues within the relationship because if it goes away and you stop because you're not getting those fireworks where you just created a problem in itself where it didn't have to be right exactly Exactly. Like, I, I want to know who who has fireworks every time. <laughs> right. Like, and who can, like, what are y'all doing to get fireworks every time? Like, goodness and, grief. And, and like, I don't y'all know if. a lot of sleep and eating the right foods. And, you well, you know, know I was thinking. Past five o'clock. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> I was wondering if he, the, fireworks meant something maybe it meant something else because when when i hear fireworks i'm thinking fourth of july fireworks and that doesn't happen all the time because like you said sometimes you know you i'm already in the bed and asleep you might come to bed and 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 you you need your release okay it's not all it's just not always that and i think it's I think it's unrealistic to think that. Not saying that you right. don't satisfy each other all the time. But right. when I heard the word or saw the word fireworks, that made me think of 
going to a different level. And I, I was like, I don't know who, who gets that every time. And I, th- I think it would be unrealistic to put those expectations on each other that you got to provide fireworks every time because then when you don't get it, now you either disappointed mm-hmm. or, you know, upset about it, or now you're looking for that, those fireworks somewhere else, you know, like a crackhead. Right. You, you got to <laughs> keep finding that special looking high. Looking for so that original high. Somewhere. Yeah. Right. And so don't, I, I don't know that it's, to, to me, I don't know that fireworks is necessarily necessary all the time. It's more of a, like you said, satisfying. So you happy, I'm happy. Okay, good. Like the the firework part is great, but satisfying and, you know, feeling connected because that's what it's all about. I would think it's feeling connected. And so if we walk away from it feeling connected, I'm cool. The fireworks is the fireworks like sometimes and see, you that's sometimes what I, you don't but that's what know. I was thinking that connection is what's going to satisfy me but when I thought about the fireworks I'm thinking about okay sometimes when we're doing some out of the box stuff like when we are right you know playing around and just having a really good time and you know the entertainment comes into it right and right, and right. that's not an every night thing. So I was like, eh, I don't know. And, and when you brought up this topic, I thought about that and I said, that could also lead to the intimacy stopping or going away because of the expectations that's being put on someone. Right. Right. And you putting too much pressure on your partner and yourself you know and then because you're expecting these fireworks every time if your partner doesn't provide that then you like oh okay well you know what are we doing and then eventually you because you're not getting the fireworks you stop for a week two weeks and then here you are with years ticking by so i i don't know that you should put those kind of expectations on it like are we satisfying each other if we're not let's talk about it and talk about how we can and that leads to being feeling connected to the person when you're satisfied with each other you're connected that's the most important thing to me and to me that's that's what keeps you from going 2 weeks 4 weeks 6 months year without having because you want that feeling I want to feel connected to you so even though I'm tired or whatever I know in the back of my mind that this would bring me closer to you you know so okay you know that that to me is what would stop me from doing the two months and then if we get to the point where we are two two weeks six months year then I know that there's a problem and we're disconnected. You know, we're disconnected. Yeah, when it gets to that point, it's, it, that's very difficult. 
I think when you get to a couple weeks or you get to a month, you have to, it, it needs to be addressed. I think when you're at that six months, one year, um, th- that's a problem. That's like, okay, cardiac arrest. <laughs> it's like, right. Because I, I think the longer you go, the more comfortable you get in that, in that situation the harder it is to come back. Right. Right. Absolutely. Well, I think that was a really good topic. I thought it was, it was. really good to, to, it was a good question of, you know, why do we stop having sex with each other? And that that's a, so I guess the takeaway is usually when you get to, six months a year, something like that, and you haven't had sex, there's a there's a deeper problem. You know, there's a real problem. Because um, in my opinion, sex connects you to one another. When you satisfy each other, then you feel connected. So if you're not doing that, there's a disconnect somewhere in the relationship for whatever reason. And depending on the time, I guess we're saying it's harder to put it back on the tracks. Depending yes. on how much, you know, I, time. I believe that the so. longer it goes, the harder it the harder it is to bring it back. So I think when you first start seeing it or feeling it or recognizing it, and it goes longer and longer and longer, and I, I and I do think that time is it depends right. on the couple that time span, but I do believe yeah. that the longer it goes, the the harder it is to come back. And as soon as you recognize it, that, okay, wait a minute, what are we doing? You know, there's a disconnect. It should be addressed. Right. Absolutely. So, okay, well, we can go right into Ratchet Recap. And (laughs) I have been slapped on my TV. So I'm just going to follow your lead and comment. Okay. I, I am going to make it quick. I watched okay. uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta. I do have a couple of takeaways from there. One, it <sighs> Cynthia's fiance, Mike, it, it was revealed mm-hmm. that I guess he's been married twice before, cheated on both wives. And Ooh. also... He has a lot of female friends. A lot. Mm. Like, a lot. (laughs) He has more female friends than male friends, which she says she thought was odd because, you know, he works, uh, he's, a, I I guess, a, a broadcaster or he does sports. He plays golf. So she was like, you do all, you know, male dominated things, but you have all of these female friends. So that was somewhat Mm -hmm. of a... It was weird because they had a gathering at his place, and I guess he was introducing her to his friends. And like 90% of them were women, and they were just talking about him and past relationships. And I think he said something along the lines of, he is really in love now. And his daughter was there. And I think she may be late uh, teens, I think. Um, And she got upset. She got a little emotional. And I'm like, well, Mm -hmm. it was insensitive for them to have that conversation in front of her anyway. 
but right uh he sent her upstairs but i just thought it was odd to have that conversation in front of her maybe they felt like she was mature enough to handle it but she wasn't feeling it so that was one takeaway uh the female friends and the cheater that what used to be in him i guess Mm. and Mm. the issue with nini and I guess trying to get back in with the ladies. So Nini had this lunch, something about lions and tigers and bears or animal print or or something (laughs) along Uh those lines. But, you know, when the group got there, where Candy got there, and Candy was like, well, we're the only one here. And Nini was like, no, all of my friends are here. And then all of these random women start popping up. And Candy was like, oh. who are these women? And then when Portia got there, Portia was like, who are these people? So it was kind of like, Nene went and got some random people right. <laughs> to show that she yeah, had friends outside <laughs> of the group. And they didn't look like they belonged. <laughs> and I shouldn't say that because it sounds judgmental, but it is what it is. They just didn't look like they belong. But right. I thought it, it was kind of funny because she tried to say these were her friends. And she <laughs> said, these women are very successful. Well, if they, we don't need you to tell us. There's like, it, it, right. it was just like, she was doing a lot. And then I have okay. one more. Kenya was upset with Tanya because Tanya brought her wig back. So, you know, that whole, that whole thing. And they had lunch to try to, you know, squash the whole thing. It was Cynthia, uh-huh. Kenya, Tanya, and Eva. Well, Tanya, okay. or not Tanya, but Cynthia, not Cynthia, but <laughs> Kenya invited the cookie lady. That's messy. It was very messy. But get this, the cookie lady was like telling her story and basically said, they met at some bar or whatever, and I, I guess uh, Tanya's fiance was there with some friends, and they ended up buying her and her sister or somebody a drink, and I think they may have exchanged cards or something like that, and then that was the end of it. So Tanya was kind of like, that's it? Okay, well, okay, that's it. So she was just like, okay, well that's not anything like I don't have a problem with that and she says hold on hold on sweetie I'm not finished so she was she was going in a little bit I think she was doing she was she was doing a bit much and the Mm -hmm. she was a little um disrespectful to to Tanya and the only and, and there was the only problem that I saw with it in reference to her fiance she claims that he told her that he was single but everything else, it was basically mm-hmm. like he was out, and, and Tanya said he was out with some of his friends. His friends are single. They bought some women, you know, a drink. She was like, I don't have a problem with that. But they were like... "Right." But she's saying he told her that he was single. But based on the cookie lady and what she said and how she came across, I don't know how credible her story is. And then the other thing is, I'm trying to remember because we went to the cookie shop when I visited Atlanta. 
And I was trying to remember <laughs> if this was the lady that waited on us. I know. When you know, I thought of that when we were I there. thought of that when um I heard about the episode. I was like, I wonder was she the one who waited on us when we were there? And then, and I'm trying to remember, and it kind of looks like the same lady. And Eva was like, I'm not really right. feeling the cookie lady because I think she's being messy right now. But the cookies are good, and yes. The cookies are good, but Cookie Lady was being messy. <laughs> well, and that, I mean, yeah, that's, that I heard, though, I read that Tanya handled it um, very well. She did. Like, she did a great job on how she handled it. Especially since the girl was being super messy. Yeah, and I feel like if she went home and gave him the business, so be it. But I do like the fact that she protected her relationship. Right. On the outside. I I do like that and I appreciate that. And I was like, okay, yeah. Kudos to her. Yeah. And you know what? There was one more thing. Yeah. I don't know. I think you've you've seen it where Nene has been saying that uh, you guys don't know the real Cynthia. You you guys have never seen the other side of Cynthia. So she's basically saying, you know, Cynthia has this other side where she's a completely different person. And she referenced one time when she was in the car with Greg and she was talking to Cynthia. And then she said she was just cussing and saying, you know, F this person, this and that and that. And, that. and Greg was like, well, who is that? And she said that Cynthia. And he was like, I didn't know Cynthia uh, curse. So my thing with that is. I don't have a problem with Nene saying, I don't have a problem with that because I feel like maybe Cynthia is, there is another side of her when she's off camera and she's being her authentic self with her friends. I I get that. Maybe she's, you know, she recognizes when she's on camera, she's going to present a different side of her because she's a businesswoman and she has a brand. Right. And she's not trying to be ratchet on TV. Like, what's wrong with that? Because at the end of the day, this is a job for them. Right. Right. And, I mean, that's what you would ex- expect. I'm sure that she's not altering herself, um, you know, like a 180. But I'm also sure just, and of course, we don't know these people, but just from her mannerism, she comes across like like a classy person. So, of course, you want to put your best foot forward. Like you said, this is her business, her brand, her, you know, how she makes her money. And, of course, she's on a reality show, but I'm still, I'm sure she still doesn't want to be ratchet and, you know, whatever. And so, I'm not mad at her. You know, I I get it. I'm not, yeah, I'm not mad at it. My first thought was, well, maybe some of the other ladies should fashion themselves after her a bit. Like, would, was I surprised to hear that, you know, maybe she has a potty mouth when she's not on the show. Or maybe she talks about some of the other ladies. Or, you know, she's dragging this person, that person. No, that doesn't surprise me. Because I feel like when we're with our friends like kitchen table talk 
we're going to have some kitchen table talk that we and we talk about things that is not necessarily for public consumption. Like you and I talk, we talk here, but then we also talk offline. And that conversation is not always stuff that we would talk about on here. I I right, I get that. Right. So I don't. It's almost like Nene felt it. It's like she was trying to say, "You guys don't know the real Cynthia." Okay, like I'm I'm okay with that. I mean, I I wish I didn't know yeah. the real some of you guys the way that you act on TV. <laughs> right, because it's not always cute. Yeah, yeah, and. I, I think Nene has been really going through some stuff on the show. And so, you know, and, and even for her, I feel like maybe sometimes she's not being 100% who she is. She's not. She's not. But, you know, there's something coming out about her. Unwind with Tasha kind of teased it, I think, last week where she is expecting to have an interview with someone who is saying that they ran drugs for Nene. Mm. What? And they went to jail. And she kind of left them high what? and dry. <gasps> what? Okay, so I'm going to wow. I'm going to find the clip she Tasha talked about it. She kind of did a little teaser and she said that the person is supposed to give her an interview and they, they're just going to put it all out there. Mm. Mm. Wow. Yes, honey. Okay. Well, we got something to look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> we do. We do. Wow. Yeah. You're going to have to find that clip and that's going to definitely be um, part of ratchet ratchet recap might need to be the uh depending on how juicy it is, we might have to extend ratchet recap next week. Yes, yes. Well, um, well, I promise I will catch up. I just haven't been watching a lot of TV lately, honey. I know you've been, been busy. <laughs> yes, I've been very busy. <laughs> And I've been watching. That's not a bad thing, though. A lot of. It's not. I have been enjoying life. I've been working a little bit too much and trying to squeeze in some me time. And um, yeah, so I haven't been doing a lot of TV, but I will catch up this weekend and get it back on trap. And we'll find that clip and talk about all of that next week. Okay. All right. Well, we will see every talk to everybody next week. Bye. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> if you would like to share your comments or let us know what you think about the episode, please email us at what we like Inc gmail.com You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at What We Like. Make sure that you guys are doing what you like this week. Because we'll definitely be doing what we like. Bye. Bye.